0: The
1: Richmond Theater Critics Circle. Curtain Call. A discussion of all things theater with Richmond critics and occasional guests.
0: Welcome to Curtain Call Act 6, Scene 16. I'm Jerry Williams from Sifter. And I'm G-Linda Lewis with RVA Art Review.
2: I'm Claire Boswell with Style Weekly. And I'm Julie Turner with Inquiry, the blog, I-N-K-Q-U-E-E-R-Y.
0: And speaking of Julie, she's... Been a critic for a while in Richmond, off and on, and she is now joining Curtain Call for the first time. Welcome to Curtain Call, Julie. Welcome, Julie. Welcome. Thank you, Jerry. And this is kind of an interesting Curtain Call anyway, because I'm actually not going to be reviewing the show. I have not seen it yet, but these three will be reviewing it. We're talking about Fires in the Mirror, which is playing at Firehouse Theater. Anna DeVere Smith wrote this play about the Crown Heights neighborhood that erupted into three days of violent race riots in August of 1991. They were incited by the death of a seven-year-old Black boy, which resulted in an Orthodox Jewish student being murdered. It features one actor in 26 monologues that are taken verbatim from interviews that Smith conducted. So take it away.
3: First of all, I kind of had a unique experience with this because I was living in Brooklyn at the time that this happened. That was not far from where I lived. So I vividly remember this as news and as part of my personal life history. So this was a very much a relevant piece. And considering that it happened 30 years ago, I thought that if you had not known that it was 30 years ago, many of the things that were said could have come straight out of current headlines today. That being said, watching Jamar Jones go through those different characters was just phenomenal. And I've got to just pause and give kudos to Margaret Joyner for the costuming and for the tech people who had to keep track of all of that. Even though everything was arranged neatly on racks, He didn't take the costumes off in order from left to right. He went in and picked from the first rack and then the second rack. And I was thinking, how does he remember which costume he's wearing? And I'm talking a whole lot. I talk fast when I'm excited. My Brooklyn comes back out.
1: agree about the costumes Julinda. Linda I thought they were fabulous I'll say that I have a little bit of a history with this play as well um, I teach it sometimes uh, in certain classes to my students and it was so exciting to finally get a chance to to see it performed and to see those costumes in action and to see Jamar embodying all of these different personalities everything you said I absolutely agree with
3: there were a couple of times Claire when I forgot that it was Jamar. When he put on that wide-brimmed hat and the beard and became the rabbi, he was the rabbi. Yeah, I absolutely agree.
1: Complete chameleon. For me, seeing Jamar get lost in each of these characters and these monologues, I found myself getting lost in each of those monologues as well. And I didn't really realize how long this play goes before actually getting in to um, the events in Crown Heights. I think it wasn't until the second act.
2: I do agree. I thought Jamar was exceptional um, with most of the characters. I really wished that the second half had happened sooner because by the time it came to an end, I felt like I had been there a long time. I think part of that's because COVID and we haven't been in the theater a lot, very few other audience members to kind of feel that energy. But I felt drained by the end. He did a fantastic job. He really did. Um, There were just a couple of monologues where I think he slipped out of the particular person. And because he was so great in all the others, they were noticeable. I really loved the costumes. I loved the wigs. I loved the way he moved his body in between each of the characters, very much like a young teenage rap girl or an older um, Jewish woman. I mean, he moved the way that the upcoming character would likely have moved. So that was really exceptionally well done.
1: A lot of the staging aspects that we're discussing right now really should be attributed to Katrina Carol
3: Lewis, who directed this production. I think we should also mention that Katrina Carol Lewis also performed in one of Anna DeVere Smith's one-person shows back in 2017 at Theater Lab, when she performed in Twilight Los Angeles 1992. So she had experience with this author and with this type of play, and It gave her a a unique perspective that no one else might have had. And going back to something that Julie mentioned, yeah, it was a long play. When I looked up the running time, most cases it was recommended to run for under two hours. And this was well over two hours. I'm not sure if it was with the movement or the costume changes, but there was something in there that may have extended it. On the other hand, given the content and the context, I think it was supposed to make you feel drained.
2: I definitely felt drained, Jalinda. One of the choices I did not love was the projections staying during the entire monologue. I think it would have been great to have, you know, this is Angela Davis and who Angela Davis is, and then have that disappear so that we could focus on Jamar and his performance. I felt myself being drawn to the projections and losing a little bit of the focus on what
3: actually should have been the focus. That's a valid point. But some of us are a little slower than others. <laughs> we might need it up there a little but, bit longer. <laughs> I know, but for the whole for the whole
2: 15 minutes, for example, I don't think that was necessary.
3: And, and I didn't notice it. Well, I think that whatever our experience was with it, that it's a play that we all agree that everyone should try to see. And if you can't see it live, try to see it streaming because it definitely is worth the time. I absolutely
1: agree with that. I think this is an exciting production. I think the cast and crew are perfect for this show. I think that everybody should see it. And
2: I agree. And it certainly is relevant to the times. It was 30 years ago, but might as well have been last summer when we were experiencing riots here in uh, Richmond. Absolutely.
0: So true. Okay, thank you all. They've been talking about Fires in the Mirror, which is playing at Firehouse through April 25th, streaming and live. And that's it for this week's Curtain Call. We'll actually be back next week to talk to two of the actors in the Richmond Triangle Theater's production of 4,000 Days. I'm Jerry Williams from Sifter.
3: And I'm Julinda linda Lewis with RVA
2: Art Review. And I'm Claire Boswell with Style Weekly. And I'm Julie Turner
1: with Inquiry. For extended podcasts and complete reviews, visit the Richmond Theater Critics Circle website at artsies.org.